glory to God, uh, frigid temperatures, temperatures dipping uh, below where they have ever dipped before, record-breaking uh, low temperatures, arctic blasts, polar vortex. Um, it was a tough time, amen, but so glad that we made it out safely, and we trust that your family and all, even all um, that were homeless were able to find shelter and warmth and food. We thank the Lord for that. Amen. It, but it was a tough time. Amen. Ooh, it was a tough few days. That few days, uh, it seemed like it lasted a whole two, three, four, five months. Amen. My car wouldn't start. Battery died. Kept on dying. Wouldn't come to life. Think I'll go home and revive it maybe tonight. Amen. Pastor Mark, so I can get out tomorrow. But it's been a tough time, amen? Even with our you know, weather system and our weather pattern, it was very interesting because I happened to see something on the news, perhaps you did too, um, yeah. that uh, in Chicago, where it did in fact dip, yeah. uh, uh, it was colder in Chicago yeah. and some of the other Midwestern states than it was in 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 the in in, in, Ar in the Antarctica. Jesus. Okay, it Jesus. was colder. Yeah. Did y'all hear what I just said? Yeah. What the weatherman, what the, what, the, what the meteorologist said, what folks said. They said it was colder in Chicago, Minnesota, some of the other Midwestern states. Not not here. It didn't reach us uh, quite uh, that that bad. In fact, it's that bad. But it was colder in those regions than in and uh, y'all. That's some cold. That's cold. That's some cold. So much so that uh, in order to keep the trains running and the tracks are uh, uh, able to capacitate the moving trains so that they did not have to stop the railway system even though planes were frozen and were grounded at various airports uh, in order to keep the trains moving they had to set the rails on fire and they showed a picture of the rails being set on fire. They took heaters or something out there to literally set the rails on fire. Well, I hear the Holy Ghost. So picture of various spots, literally fires, little fire burning on the rails so that the trains could keep running on the rails. So that there wouldn't be no hindrance, there would be no block, no delay in the trains getting to their destinations. They found the way, DL, and they set the rails on fire. And I just stopped by to tell somebody that God said the same thing that I had him do in Chicago with the situation, the circumstances, and when the weather pattern took a real low dip, the same thing I'm doing in your life. I'm about to set the rails on fire. And I need somebody to receive that little word right there. That God in this way to set the rails on fire. So that anything and everything that would set itself up, that is going to look like it's going to stop the tracks. It's going to keep your train from running. I hear the Lord say, I'm setting your rails on fire. I may not do it for the airplanes. I may not do it for the buses. But I'm going to do it for your train. Because God said, I know you're going somewhere. And I won't let conditions. I won't let the weather. I won't let people. I won't let circumstances. I won't let what things look like. Keep your train from running. I'm about to set the rails on fire. I dare you to lift your hands for two seconds. And say, God, set my rails on fire. Hallelujah. I'm going to invite you to turn to the word of the Lord in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, beginning in verse 1. And if you will, please honor the Lord by resting on your feet. 
Um, and uh, we promise to let you set back down after we read the word of the Lord in Ecclesiastes chapter number seven. While we're going there, I do want to acknowledge from Minister Beverly Parker and the Parker family uh, acknowledgments of thanksgiving and gratitude with special amen, thanks. Amen, amen. What joy to know you have a part in filling someone else's heart. The things that let God's love shine through as he delights in using you. So, Fresh Start, grateful for the blessing of your kindness. I've already told the Lord thanks. So now I'm telling you, Amen. with much love and appreciation, Amen. Mr. Beverly Parker and the Parker family, may the Lord reward you for all you have done. Amen. Two and will. twelve. We are continuing to pray for Mr. Parker and the Parker family. We'll also continue to pray for uh, Brother Henry yes. and uh, his family. Amen. Miller Williams family. We are praying for them as well as they continue to allow God to carry them through this process yeah. of grieving. We bless the Lord. Ecclesiastes, are you there? Chapter number seven, verse number one. We'll start there and we'll read until the Holy Ghost says stop. Well, Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter one, chapter seven, pardon me, verse one. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know about y'all, but I've already been blessed. Yes. Lord Jesus, I'm on fire. My rails are on fire. The rails are on fire. Thank you, Jesus. Tell somebody I've gone from frozen to chosen. Yes. Glory. Just in this service, I've gone from frozen to chosen. And he's setting the rails on fire. He has me chapter 7. Thank you, Lord. Verse number one. Are we there? Yes. Um, there's no other Bible. Is. If you do have a Bible, share. Uh, if not, uh, look on the screen. Wonderful minister has you, blessed Father. us Thank to you, put that on the screen. Let's read the word of the Lord. Are we ready? Thank you, Jesus. The New King James Version. You can read and follow. Uh, certainly whatever version that you have today. But the Bible reads like this. A good name is better than precious ointment. All right now. Yeah. And the day of death than the day of one's birth. My God. Better to go to the house of mourning than go to the house of feasting. Wow. For that is the end of all men. And the living will take it to heart. Hallelujah. Sorrow is better than laughter. For by a sad countenance the heart is made better. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. My, my, my. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise oh, amen, than for a man amen. to hear the song of fools. But yeah, like the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This is also vanity. Surely oppression destroys a wise man's reason and a bribe debases the heart. Bribe, excuse me, debases the heart. And the end of a thing is better than its beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in hearts. The end of a thing, a thing, is better than its beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Father, how we do thank you for the word, the rich word, the living word. 
of the Lord. How we thank you for what we've already read, for what we've already seen in your word. It's already leaping off of the pages. Now we ask you, God, that what you have given us to speak, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, please let it be acceptable in your sight. Lord, you are our strength, you are our rock, and you will always be our redeemer. It is in the blessed, strong, and sweet name of Jesus we pray. Amen. You may take your seats. You may take your seats. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Verse number eight. The end of a thing. Of a thing. Of a thing. Mm -hmm. The end of a thing is better than its beginning. The end of a thing is better. To everything, there is a season and a time for purpose under heaven. To everything, the things, there is a season and a time for purpose and every purpose under heaven. The end of a thing that has season. The end of a thing is better than its beginning. I believe that you and I, all of us, will agree that 2000, January 2019 um, came in with a blast. Yes, 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 yes. Um, January 2019, after shouting and celebrating on December the 31st and the days leading up to it, Daryl, we were so excited, Sister Novella, about 2019. So excited. We were looking forward, anticipating, expecting, looking out over all of the rubbish and the struggle and the test and the trials of 2018, looking bright into 2019 yeah. to be our bright new beginning, our future. Nine meaning fruitfulness and production and birthing. We were looking forward as we approach um, the coming hours of January 1, 2019, for all of that to come to pass. There was nothing I don't believe in any of our minds that would have even led us to think or ponder or, or, or God forbid, believe that, that, that 2019, the first month of it, would be a month, a time, 31 days of struggle. I don't think that any of us anticipated, did we, Keisha? We didn't, uh, hey, baby, I'm just seeing you. Hey, darling, my niece. Um, I don't think any of us would have believed that, that we would face so soon in this brand new, wonderful, exciting year of 2019, the things that we had to face. 
right? Uh, 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 personally, and, and for many of us, Melissa and, and Pastor and Aaron and some others of us that, that came through First Church of God, and, and they are our church family, uh, we had to grieve with our pastor on January the 2nd at the loss of his beloved daughter. Sudden, not expected, not looked for, not anticipated, thought all was going to be well. But, but one day after the first day of the year, here comes death. And it seems like, my God, this morning, it seems like all for the rest of the month, we would hear about from one day to the next, one week to the next, somebody losing a loved one or some fatality happening. Even my own son, our son, uh, uh, passed out at the gym just the other day, just just before we hit February, still in January, uh, the enemy thought that he was going to wipe him out, still trying to take him out and his destiny. Come on, somebody. He passed out at the gym, had to be rushed to St. Anne's Hospital. Come on and talk to me. We had to rush there, not knowing what was wrong. Tests were ran on him, blood tests, all sorts of things, only to come back negative because the enemy, what he planned for evil on that floor at Power Shack Gym, God had already predestined it to be for his good and God's glory. And coming out of it is a story. Come on, somebody. And many of you, many of you, many of us sitting here today, many, many, many of us have had to funeralize our brothers and, and had to see about loved ones that have been sick and, and friends and co-workers, whoever it might be, that have experienced, whether it's close up or whether it's further away from us, have had to experience sickness and illness and death. Come on, somebody. And it looked like uh, that the rest of the year was going to be set up. My God, this morning, how many of us said, my God, if the rest of the year, the next 11 months, it's going to look like this one month. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I stand here to tell you that God woke me up at 3 a.m. the other morning and said, tell my people this, that the end of the thing is better than it's beginning. Baby, bro, it's going to get better than this. I need somebody to shout on that right there that what you see, what you saw in the Lord said the end of this thing And for the next 11 months It's the end of it I don't have nobody to talk to me For the next, that was January The beginning of it But for the next 11 months February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September October, November, December That's going to be the end of it And it's going to be that Than it was before That is the word of the Lord I said that's the word of the Lord that's the word of the Lord. Oh, God. January came in with grief, sorrow, stress. Oh, my, my. And the intention of the enemy was that our patience and our perseverance and our faith would be tested. To see if, watch this, we have what it takes to finish out the next 11 months. <laughs> To see if we got what it takes. I dare you to say, I have what it takes. I have. I have. I have. I'm here this morning because I have what it takes. Okay. Convince yourself, I have what it takes. I do have what it takes. Because greater is he that's in me than he that is in wherever world. So I have who it takes and I have what it takes. And it is amazing that we made it over. 
We made it through. Thank you, Jesus. We made it out of January. My, 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 my. And it was no small feat, y'all. It wasn't something to slight and just kind of right, from right, my God, right. from, 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 from fatalities, from sickness, right. death, you're even right. the weather system. Yes, yes, yes. Oof, lined up with forces to bring us sub-degree, record-breaking low temperature. Everything shifted to oppose us this morning. Everything shifted in that first month of the yeah, year amen. to discourage yeah. us. Come on, Brandon, do you yeah. hear me talking to yeah. you? Everything shifted, Henry, in that first month. Now, we got 365 days in a year, but in 31 days, the enemy intended to shift a lot the shift of things so that we would be depressed, that we would be discouraged, yeah. that we would feel like we was on lockdown, yeah. that we would feel like we was locked up, yeah. that we would feel like we was about to, am I talking to anybody about to lose our minds? Trying to figure out on pins and needles, wondering if I'm gonna be the next one. Come on, y'all ain't being real with me today. On pins and needles, wondering, come on, feel a little ache in your side and wondering what's going on. Y'all not saying nothing. Feel a little pain in your back and wonder what's going on with you. Y'all not saying nothing. But aren't you glad that you made it? Hallelujah, past the beginning of the thing, and here you are today, about to finish out for the next eleven months. Is it? And the Bible says the end of a thing is better. So I got to give you three things because God woke me up at 3 a.m. the other morning. And I got to give you three things, come on, that are going to help you and I make it through the valley and the shadow of the beginning of the year. See, see, we in the shadow now of it. Come on, somebody. We're in the shadow. We're, we're, We're now in the place and at the place where it's just now January is a shadow. That's right. I know you're lost. I know I know the pain. I know the hurt. I know the disappointment. But but let me encourage you. Are you here this morning? Yes, ma'am. To let you know that you're in the shadow of it. Thank you, Jesus. And David said, Yea, though I walk. Glory. Just tap your neighbor real nice. Shake their hand and say, Don't stop walking. Don't stop walking. Don't stop walking. Don't stop walking. The wave is coming. The wave is coming. Don't stop walking. Don't stop walking because yea, though I walk through Bev, through it, honey, through the valley. I'm not going to stay in it. We said it the other day. I'm not going to stay there. I'm not planting and dwelling there. I'm going to walk through the valley and the shadow. It's just a shadow now. Just a shadow now. It's just a shadow now. A shadow is not the real thing. It is a figment or what was of the real thing. But it often presents itself as bigger than the real that's thing. Right, that's right, that's right, that's right. In order to discourage you and dissuade you from walking, hallelujah, out of the valley. Will you shout, I'm walking out the valley? I'm walking out the valley. I'm walking out of the valley. I don't know about you, I'm walking out of the valley. I'm walking out of the valley. Here's three things. Here's three things. I want you to write them down. I want you to get it in your phone, your notes in your phone, however you're going to write this down. Because you got to grab this. This is the word of the Lord that's going to get you through and past, that's going to carry you for the next 11 months. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. This is going to carry you through the next 11 months. All right. Thank you, Lord. Now, listen, I don't you, I don't, don't stop coming to church. <laughs> until, right, yeah. until, look, right, until, right. until the first month of year. 
Say, who I got my word for the year? I ain't got I got my love for the year. I got my word for your pastor saying this word gonna carry me through the year. Woo! I can take the rest of the year off. No, 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 no. We've got work to do. Amen. Amen. But these three things are going to carry us through the valley and the shadow of January. My, 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 my. Woo, my, my. The valley and the shadow of January. Well, here it is. First of all, the writer says in Ecclesiastes 7, verse 8, the beginning, the end of a thing is better than its beginning, and the patient in spirit. And we don't quote this B clause of this verse. The A clause is the end of a thing is better than its beginning. All right, that's the A clause. The B clause is, the second part is, the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. The patient in spirit. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. In other words, it's better to be patient in your spirit than, than, to, than, than watch this, than to possess your spirit and be pride, prideful. Jesus. And proud and boasting about what you're able to do. Come on, somebody. About how the Lord done blessed you and how good God is to you. Come on, talk to me. But the patient, people that we that are patient, you got to be patient in your spirit. You got to be patient with people. You got to be patient with yourself. You got to be patient. Amen? In your spirit. It's better to be patient in your spirit than proud in your spirit. Now, Ecclesiastes 3 says to everything there is a season. And the end of a thing is better than its beginning. So if in everything there is a season, then the end of a thing, which operates in seasons, the end of that thing or that season is better than its beginning. Hear the Holy Spirit. Catch this. The end of a season. Now, while you and I, while you might experience some phenomenal seasons, hear me, the end of that season is better than the beginning of that season. Are you hearing that? Uh, even if it's a season, hear me, of grief and loss and despair and disappointment, the end of that season is better than its beginning. Are you hearing me? Either way, you win. If it was a great season, you still win because the end of it is better than how it began. If it's a lousy season, a disappointing season, a season full of grief and despair, walking through the valley of death. If it's that kind of season, it's still going to be better than its beginning. Because the bottom line is, whatever the thing is, things operate in seasons. They do not operate in the realm of time. Time is elongated. Time is infinite. Are y'all with me? Time, time, and eternity have no end. Are you with me? But seasons have an end. So if you're in the grieving season, trust and believe, hold on to God. There is coming a time when that season is going to end. Here's what I love about God. If you trust him, the end of it, it's going to be better than how it began. Yes. That's right. That's right. He'll make it up. Here's why. Because, watch this, there's always going to be 
a new season. Come on, catch this. There's always going to be, Daryl, another season. As Genesis uh, 8, as long as the earth remains, seed time and a harvest. There's always going to be, Brandon, a brand new season. So no matter how that one began, the end of it is better because there's coming a new one. Y'all just missed that. Amen, amen. So what makes it better is, watch this, is not how it ended, the fact that it ends. Yeah. Wow. Ah, what wow. makes it better yeah. is not that you get to get out of it wow. and something might be over. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Because things may continue as they were. Yeah. <laughs> things may continue as they had always been. But when the Lord brings you to an end of a season, it's better because there's another season that's right on his heels that's getting ready to begin. Y'all, y'all, y'all miss that right there. Because here is the hope. Here is what's so powerful. It's not the end because it's the end of your season. Oh, God. It's not the end because it's the end of the thing. Are you with me? Oh, God, just because you transition from one thing to the next does not mean that it's not going to be better. The Bible says the end of a thing is better than its beginning. Okay, so the end of the relationship uh, is better than the beginning of it. Y'all not saying nothing to me. For all those who may have lost in a relationship or, or somebody walked out on you or, or somebody didn't want to have nothing to do with you no more, uh, let me help you with something. The end of that thing is better than its beginning. Because God has something better for you. Oh, God. Oh, God. God has something better for you right on the heels of what just ended. Watch this. And he's not going to make you wait for it. Because as long as the earth remains, it's a cyclical process. It goes in, oh God. It goes in cycles. God doesn't take breaks when He gonna bless you. God don't take breaks when He gonna give you a breakthrough. God don't take breaks when He's gonna heal you. God doesn't take a break when He gonna heal your heart. God doesn't take breaks. Come on, somebody. He don't put space in the middle of it. He says, I ended the season. Now I gotta begin a new one. And the end of that thing. And ears have not heard, neither has it entered into your heart. The things that God has prepared in your new season. Shout my new season. My new season. So here's three things you gotta do. Thank you, Jesus. You're right. Number one, you gotta be persistent. You gotta be persistent. You gotta be persistent, gotta be persistent in it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Thank now, you, you, you came out of it. We came out of January. Mm -hmm. Now, the Lord said we got to be persistent in the rest. All right, all right. In the rest. In the rest. In the new seasons. In Thank the you. rest of the 11. Come on, somebody. Amen, amen. We got to be persistent in it. We got to be firm and obstinate. With firm and obstinate con continuance. Uh, uh, on a course of action, watch this, in spite of the difficulty or the opposition. Okay. We got to be persistent in it. Watch this. 
So when the enemy comes in with feelings and with emotions, trying to drag you back into January, y'all not talking to me, but it's all right. Trying to drag you back into the emotions and the feelings and the thoughts. Come on, somebody. How, how the year just got started and your feelings got hurt already. Come on, talk to me. We got to be persistent in the word of the Lord that says the end of a thing is better than the beginning. You got to keep rehearsing, persistently rehearsing while we're in it uh, with a firm obstinance. Come on, somebody. A firm course of action that says in spite of the difficulty and the opposition, I'm still going to persist. Oh God. oh God, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm still going to persist. In other words, I'm not going, I'm not, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you bring up. Y'all not saying nothing to me. I don't care what you throw in my face. I don't care what you bring up about last year. I'm going to be persistent in what God has said. I'm going to be persistent in it. The second thing after persistence is perseverance. Thank you, Jesus. Perseverance through it. Persistence in it. This is what it's going to take. And perseverance through it. It's a different thing to be persistent and have perseverance. Because you're persistent in it, which means you refuse to give up. Yeah. <laughs> which which means you refuse to doubt God. Which means which means no matter what happened in my January, come on somebody. Okay. No matter if I experience another January in July, I'm still gonna be persistent. I, I, oh God. I, I'm not, I'm not going to have flashbacks. Come on, talk to me. I'm not going to have flashbacks and start looking back and start letting the enemy take my mind back and roll stuff back. Come on, somebody. But I'm going to stand firm right where I am. And if it's July or August, no matter what the month is, the Lord said the end of a thing is better than its beginning. And so I have to believe that even after the end of this next 11 months, it's going to be even better than they saw me. Y'all not saying nothing. Because I'm going to be persistent in it. I'm going to persist. I'm going to persist. I'm going to resist. Somebody shout resist. resist. And persist. I'm going to resist. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. That's what my Bible says. What about yours? Resist the devil and he'll flee. Come on here. Don't tell and run. This ain't the, this ain't the year for cowards. Come on. This ain't the year to be afraid and fearful. Come on. This ain't the time. This ain't the season. You got through it. Somebody lift your hand and shout, I got through January. We got through it. Now is the time for resist and persist. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, I'm going to take us deeper. So I, when I see things and they don't look like I thought they were going to be, come on, somebody. I'm going to resist what I see and persist in what God said. That's it. Let me say that again. I, when I see things, that's why you, the Bible said, resist the devil. Exist. Didn't say run, said resist. Didn't say go tuck tail, go, go run, slurry out somewhere. The Bible said stand there and resist him. Amen. Come on, talk to me. Come on, anybody involved in resistance training? Come on, Brandon, you in the gym? Come on, come on, where am I? I'm going to ask the other fellas, especially Pastor Mark, to lift his hand because he ain't been in the gym in a minute. So right. Don't turn my clothes on. But I love him anyway. Uh, but anyway, how much? Thank you, Jesus. Help Yeah, you better pray. I got the whole way. In the name of Jesus. Tell somebody it's good to laugh. Amen. 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 
Baptist girl. Watch this, watch this. Resistance training. Oh, Resistance training. Um, if you could easily lift the weight, there's no resistance to it. Yeah. If you could easily, Daryl, if, if you could get on the bench uh, hang, and, and just easily press 250, there ain't nothing to that. Nothing to that. There ain't nothing to that. It ain't building nothing. It ain't breaking down the fibers in your muscles only so that during rest they can be rebuilt. Y'all miss that. That's right. That again. That's right. If it don't have no weight to it, yeah. what I mean by weight, not the weight that I can press, but what you can press. If there's if there's no if there's no no if you, if, you, if your muscles if your arms ain't trembling and bulging and and, and and you need somebody behind you beside you around you under you or over you to spot you. A spotter is somebody that in case you can't lift it or put it back down, they they there for you. They got your back. Okay. So 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 watch this. It, 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 uh, resist, real resistance. God, I thank you for this message. I can get blessed by myself. Uh, real resistance training. Are you with me? Oh, I said a word, training. Real resistance training involves you and I pressing weight that we could not ordinarily press. It involves getting on the bench, putting, gripping our arms around the, the bar. Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And, 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 and pressing weight that we didn't think we could press. People told us we couldn't press. Matter of fact, they told you, don't get on that weight, bitch. There's too much weight on that. And But you with your crazy self said, I think, oh, God, I feel like shouting the hell. I think I can press it anyhow. <laughs> if you don't want to spot me, get out of my way. Because somebody else will have my back and spot me while I lay. Y'all not saying nothing while I lift this weight. And you got on that bench, you grabbed the bar, you began to press your arms trembling, you felt like you was going under the weight, but watch this, you lifted it up off the rack, and before you knew it, you had it up over your head, y'all not saying nothing, because watch this, you had enough faith in yourself, and the God in you, that you could press the weight, that's real resistance training, that's real resistance, that's the same thing that you do with the enemy, comes you like a flood. You get under the weight of that thing. You tell the devil, I'm not backing up. I'm not slacking up. I'm not stopping. I'm not running. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to press the weight and press the weight. Resist. And before you know it, your muscles are strong. Before you know it, when you go to rest, God reveals the spiritual muscle in your life. Before you know it, you go back to the same Oh God, and tell her, put any more on. Let me press that. And you press beyond. And you press past what they thought you were capable of. Do I have anybody else? There's not a few folk here in the house that could say, I'm going to press and resist because I am in training. I resist. Watch this. The second thing. Be seated. I'm almost Thank done. You, Jesus. Perseverance. 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 
doing something despite the difficulty mm. or delay in achieving the success. I'm going to say that again. Ah, you got to persevere through it. Amen, amen, amen. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. You got to persevere. Yay, though I walk through. You got to persevere through Thank it, you. through the shadow, through the valley. You got to persevere through the tough place. You got to persevere through people yakking and putting your name in their mouth. You gotta, Come on, somebody. You got to persevere through folk turning their back on you. You got to persevere through people defriending you, unfriending you. Come on here, somebody. You got to persevere through folk blocking you. You got to persevere. Come on here. You got to persevere through it because you got to do this thing despite how difficult it is and the delay it may present in achieving it. That's perseverance, y'all. Come on here. Come on here. All of it has to do with the patience that the writer talked about in Ecclesiastes 7-8. This is the perseverance. Watch this. The, the, the word after the precursor, per, per, is severe. Come on, somebody. Severe, which means that you have got what it takes. Thank you, God, today to go through severe situations. God, I bless you. I'll shout on that by myself. You have, would you please shout, I have what it takes to, to make it through a severe situation. That's what it means to persevere. It means that I not only am persistent at it, I stay in it, but I persevere through it. I get through the most severe. Do I have anybody in the house this afternoon who says I've been in some severe situations? Is better, it's better 
than its beginning. Thank you, uh, Jesus. Thank through you. my persistence yeah. and through my resistance, right. through my ability to persevere right. through the most severe you, of relationships, situations, and circumstances, yep. this one thing I know, here it is, I will, you will prevail. Oh God, you will prevail. You will prevail. God's going to prove himself more powerful than the opposing of forces. That's what it means to prevail. You, I said you will prevail. God's going to prove himself more powerful than the forces that opposed you in January. For the rest of the year, God, I thank you. God's going to prove you want to see it through February, March, April, May, all the way to December. You're going to see the hand of God prove himself that he is more powerful than the forces that opposed you in just 31 days of January. Hear the word of the Lord. God is going to show up. He's going to show out and he's going to cause you to prevail. Because you are persistent because of your perseverance, you shall prevail. Here's what I want you to understand because the prevailing is different than the persistence and the perseverance. Watch this. Because it has a different precursor than the other two. Persistence and perseverance. Persevere. Persist. Persistence. Pre. Pre. Oh God. Oh God. I'm going to say this. And I'm going to close my book and I'm going to close the Bible. I'm going to say this right here. There's a difference. There's a reason why God gave us a different for number a different P for number three. There's a reason for that because pre means before. Oh God, help me to articulate this. Pre is different than pro. Pro is what comes after. Provision. Pro is what comes after a thing. Pre. Anytime you see. The precursor of pre, it means that something came before God. And so here's what the Lord said. He said, before everything, before January 2019 came into being, before this year even came to pass, before the first death, before the first sickness, before the first uh, fatality, before uh, before the first disappointment, before the first disaster, before the before the polar vortex, before all of this, are y'all with me? Uh, uh, something happened before. I, I, I set up, uh, oh God, I set your victory up, uh, oh God, before you became a victim, I set up your victory. And I just need about two and a half people to shout on that right there. Before you became a victim of death, before you became a victim of the disappointment, before you became a victim of their lying tongue, before you became a victim of how they talked about you, before you became a victim, hallelujah, of having to bury your brother and bury your brother, before they became a victim, I already had your victory set up. Oh God, I already set up prevailing power, and I need about two and a half more people.
disappointment. Thank you for coming before my failure. Thank you for coming before I fail. Thank you for coming before I disappointed you. Thank you for setting my victory up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the power to persist. Thank you for the power to persevere. And thank you, God, that the third thing we didn't have to do, you already scheduled our prevail. 